Microphone check, one, two, what is this? Microphone check, one, two, what is this? You're listening to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. This is episode 24. And for episode 24, I'm going to be talking about black-owned businesses and publicly traded black businesses. This is the first episode of 2021. This is also the first episode during Black History Month. At the time of this recording, it is the second day of Black History Month. And I want to tap into the hot topic of the moment in the black community, which is black businesses. Before I get into that, I'm also going to be talking about the the Wall Street bets uh, quagmire that's been, you know, a topic as well. Before I get into that, I want to spend some time on Black History Month. It's the second day of Black History Month, and it's my 33rd year on Earth during Black History Month. And here's my thoughts on it. One of the issues that I have during Black History Month is the people who complain and say a month is not enough. It's a whole year. I find it particularly funny when that language comes from black liberals. Here's why. We live in the United States of America. And understand, if you can understand this, you can understand the concept of America first. We live in the United States of America, which is very diverse. While there is a majority white presence in the United States, it is multicultural. You have people from all over the world living in the United States generations all of whom want a place want recognition in the United States for instance we have a St. Patrick's Day because the Irish wanted recognition you know people weren't too fond of the Irish the Italians weren't too fond of of the Irish St. Patrick's Day gave them gave them that opportunity to feel celebrated. We have Women's History Month. Now, of course, women come in all you know race and ethnicities, but women have felt marginalized, underappreciated, and Women's History Month gives them the opportunity to feel recognized and celebrated for their achievements in the United States of America. There's Hispanic Heritage Month, which also gives Hispanics the opportunity to be recognized for their contributions and their history and their heritage. There's Columbus Day, which is a 
probably the most controversial holiday. It's not a month, but it's a holiday. But in that time, the Italian-American community celebrate their culture as well and their achievements and what they've done for America. America, the United States of America, is extremely diverse. You have people from all walks of life. You have the Asian community. You have the Muslim community. All of which, the Jewish community, all of which want to be acknowledged for their contributions, their efforts to the United States of America. With that being understood, when I hear black liberals say that one month is not enough of black history, I get the urge to call them out for being racist. I get the urge to call them out for being hypocrites. Because if you're against white supremacy, if you're fighting systemic racism, you see what it, what it does to minority communities, then you should be content with one month to celebrate your culture, your life, your history. And have the humility to to understand that throughout the year other communities and cultures need to be celebrated and acknowledged as well and take it as an opportunity to learn about other people living in the United States of America. It should not be a year. If you want to celebrate black history for a year, you can do that in your own time privately. Understand? I'm as pro-black as they come. I don't need, I don't need uh, the government to say it's Black History Month for me to celebrate Black History Month. I celebrate Black culture every day. Just like I don't need someone to tell me that February 14th is Valentine's Day. I celebrate love every day. It, when it's a part of you, you don't need to be told to do it. I've I've seen the post online and people are very passionate about it. It's not enough to get the shortest month. It's enough. For the elders, you know, those who, who, who say that, you know, the previous generation failed us, that's malarkey. When you understand the human person, you know that there are people that want to learn and there are those who don't want to learn. There are those who have their head on straight and there are those who are knuckleheads. It's very likely, for the most part, the knuckleheads who after suffering and going through hardships in life make the effort to change and start seeing all the things that they missed out on and choose to blame it on a system for not for not learning certain things. Understand, when you go to school, of course, there are things that are taught. Yes, the curriculum is not as diverse as it should be. But you have the opportunity, there are 24 hours in a day, to 
you make time to learn about yourself? Where you come from, your roots, your ancestry, your heritage, your belief system, your likes and your dislikes, your enemies, your allies. You have that time to learn it. There are resources. There's always been resources. That that complaint that's been pushed for decades, while it does hold some weight, because the educational system is not as diverse as it should be or could be. There are resources for you to to learn about yourself at home. Instead of spending so much time learning and rap lyrics and movies and video games, you can spend some time opening up a book, tapping into some black history, learning about who you are. You can make the decision if you don't like what's happening in the educational system to join it. Remember, I, I spoke about that in a previous episode. It comes a time where you have to make the change from within. You're listening to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Halfway. This is episode 24. And for episode 24, I'll be talking about black businesses. At the moment, I'm, I'm tapping into black history, which is rich. Black people have contributed a lot to American history. And I'm sure... People are living outside of the U.S. Black people living outside of the U.S. have a similar understanding as well. That black people contribute a lot. People who have the desire to make the world better contribute. That is a fact. It's a truth. It's part of the human person. When that's in you, you want to make things better. You you make things better. I hope this Black History Month old and young alike there are efforts made in all households to learn and to commit to being conscious of yourself. I'll go a step further and challenge because that's something that's big in the black community. There's this, there's now, there's a silhouette challenge. There was recently a busset challenge. <laughs> I challenge the black community to, to, to spend time learning about who you are. Your likes, your dislikes, your roots, your ancestry, your heritage. If you can learn about your family, you can you can make the effort to learn about black culture. And if you can make that effort, then you can understand everything else. But it all starts at home. You know. I think back to when I was taking a black studies course in college and I was learning about Malcolm X and I was really into it. But what, what sparked in my mind 
of course I, I, I had I've been studying black history since since my youth but what really clicked during that class when I was studying uh, taking a course in Malcolm X was that I can make more strides in learning about my family history I can better understand myself if I learn my family history Malcolm X is a black man but Malcolm X is not my blood brother he's not my blood uncle there's no uh, connection outside of his contribution to the black community but even that when I when I do a real intense audit of myself, Malcolm X was from Nebraska. He was black. He wasn't Haitian. We don't. I respect everything. I admire it, but it's not as close to home as it could be. I can study Desalines. Desalines is Haitian. Contributed a lot. He helped Haiti get its independence. I can learn about it. I can take pride in it. But it doesn't hit close enough to home. The best effort in celebrating Black History Month that can be made is learning about your family history. Just like black history didn't start on a slave ship, it also didn't start in the projects. It also didn't start in the public school system. Make the effort to learn about your family, your bloodline. That's, that's a good contribution. You listen to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. This is episode 24. Now, let's move on. Jigga Man Jay Z put out a record with Pharrell last year. It's called Entrepreneur. And it's a great record. I really like it. And it, it came out in light of you know, the killing of George Floyd and the push for black businesses, celebrating black businesses, supporting black businesses. And he said something. He said, black Twitter, what's that? When Jack gets paid, do you? For everyone, Gucci support two FUBUs. That was the the line that really stuck out to me. More so the first line, black Twitter, what's that when Jack gets paid, do you? And I I reflected on that line for a great period of time. I've always supported black businesses. You know, I've always. There was a time in my life where I didn't even wear jewelry because I noticed that most of the jewelry stores were owned and run by Jews or Italians, etc. So I wore African jewelry. 
things I knew was made by black people. I've always made the effort to be, to be conscious of what I was wearing. I, I, I got to that stage where I was tired of wearing, buying a t-shirt for, for $30, $40, but also while wearing it, I'm also advertising this company. You know, I was conscious of that a very long time ago. You know. But when Jay-Z says, Black Twitter, what's that when, when Jack gets paid, do you? It forced me to go a step further. Now, there is no Black Twitter business. There's a Black Twitter community, which exists on the Twitter platform where people discuss things that are happening in the black community and black culture. These, these are free conversations and back and forths that increase the bottom line of Jack Dorsey and, and his employees. No one on black Twitter gets paid by Twitter. Unless, unless you own stock. You own shares in Twitter. If you do, and you understand the old saying, time is money, and you're able to balance the time you spend on Twitter, and the time you spend on you know, increasing your, 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 your money bottom line, your resources, your financial uh, life. I think, and I encourage this, I hope this episode, people are awakened to that. Because what I thought more about was, if I support black businesses, what do I get out of it in the long run? Much like black Twitter. If I spend a great deal of time on black Twitter, how does that help me in the long run? Does it add money to my pockets? The only way is if I have a business and I promote it through Twitter, or I own shares in Twitter, and I'm making money from it that way. Then it's, then it's working to my advantage. Then it's a win-win. Jack Dorsey gets, gets users interacting and, and he's able to, to sell ads and do whatever he does to make his, his business profitable. And so does me, the user. That's a win-win. If I'm supporting a local mom-and-pop black business, Does it help me in the long run? Financially. Of course I'll feel good. I'm, I'm supporting someone who looks like me. But does it help in the long run? You know, one, one of the things that that's um, that happens in the black community, and 
people don't really talk about it, but we, we see it. I mean, Jay-Z is a, is a good example. Is someone you see doing well, you support them. But then, after a few years, I mean, they pretty much leave you in the dust. I mean, when you look at Jay-Z, Jay-Z's not even in New York anymore. Lives in L.A., not really connected to, to the people that he grew up around. He does great work for, for black people. I mean, he's, he, he also made the record Entrepreneur, which speaks about what I'm talking about. So he does good work. But there are those black people who you support, they make it, and they forget about you. Or they don't give you a helping hand. You don't get nothing back from them. So, that's it. I support a black business. I make a habit instead of instead of buying from a white-owned vegan place. I go to a black-owned vegan place. Okay. In the long run, how how am I benefited? Think about it. If I if I if I eat at McDonald's, I can say I, the trade-off could be well, I can, if I spend ten dollars a week at McDonald's, I can also invest ten dollars in McDonald's stock a week. I'm investing in my future, and I'm also eating. There's, there's, that's that's the conversation that's not being had in the black community. Is that while it's being pushed for us to support black businesses, the risk is you end up sacrificing yourself. Because if you have an entrepreneurial mindset, what do you get out of it? And I speak about this from experience. I mean, I've I've supported. You know, I'm from the artist community, so we know you got to support the artists, you got to support uh, your friends with businesses, etc., etc. That happens. You can you can be that person that wants to support everyone, but do you get that in return in the long run, or does that person, once they make it, they completely forget about you? You're listening to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hafe. Is it beneficial to support black businesses? Investopedia has uh, put out an article titled Black Owned Public Companies. which breaks down publicly traded black companies compared to privately owned companies. And the numbers are staggering. For one, 
out of 11 million plus businesses in America, only 600,000, little over 600,000 are black owned. Out of 11 million businesses in the United States, only 600,000 are black owned. I'm rounding off the numbers. 96% of black owned businesses were non-employer firms compared to 80% of all small businesses. 32% of black owned employer firms were in healthcare and social service sectors. Now, when it comes to publicly traded companies, the numbers are even less. It's much, much smaller. I, I can count on my, on one hand, two, the number of publicly traded black businesses. Remember what Jay-Z said. When Jack gets paid, do you? Black Twitter, what's that? I like to think if I'm supporting something that, that I get something in the long run. I want to support my people, but I also know my people. These, these conversations are had in the black community. You'll support someone. You'll support their dream. And once they make it, they completely forget about you. That money you invested, that time you invested, you get nothing out of it. If I'm going to support black businesses now, there has to be an incentive. There has to be something I'm going to get out of it. If I'm going to drink Ciroc, then I got to make sure I, I can get some, some, buy some stock in the company. Diddy could promote it as much as you want and say it's black owned. You're going to be, you're going to get closer to becoming a billionaire before me. If I'm spending all my money on you, I got to get something out of it too. Because when you're chilling up in your big house, your fancy art, you're not going to be thinking about me. Unless I make sure you're thinking about me. Same with Jigga Man. You're no different than Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey's a billionaire. You're a billionaire. You know him personally. He knows you. I can support, you know, Ducey and Ace of Spades and get the Rock Nation uh, baseball cap. It looks nice, but what do I get out of it financially? 
when you're jogging with Jack Dorsey and his beard? What about your supporters? What about the Black Jigga fans? Black Jigga fans, what that? When you get paid to leave. You listen to JD News USA, I'm Jeff, my friends call me Hefe. I'm talking about black businesses. Yes, support black businesses. Make sure you, you're able to get something out of them. I count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight publicly traded black-owned businesses out of 600,000. out of 600,000. Understand. Understand that while it's, it, it's good to uplift your people, you don't want to lose yourself because those same people you uplift will, 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 will forget about you in an instant. There must be changes in the black community when it comes to our understanding of, of finances, our financial literacy, and the way we, we treat our own. To the black creatives, Hip Hop Wired has an article and uh, it's about this new app, it's called Clubhouse. It's starting off as invite only. It was initially kind of like Facebook. When Facebook started out, Facebook was usually for college campuses. That's, that's, it was limited. And then it expanded to, to outside of college, to, to pretty much everyone. And now Facebook is what it is. Well, Clubhouse started out as a, a platform for venture capitalists. And they were just, tra- I guess, trading ideas and resources and having conversations. But they wanted a bit more. And like all white-owned companies, when they want to do well, they go to the black community. Black Twitter, what's that? When Jack gets paid, do you? Clubhouse is is valued at $1 billion. And the reason is black creatives. Black creatives are using the, the platform on a regular. From from t- 
uh, the likes of rapper 21 Savage, the comedian Kevin Hart, they're all on there. Puff Daddy used, used the app to celebrate his album. But, the, but now black creatives are complaining. They said, we built up this app and we ain't get nothing out of it. Wow. Wow. Black Twitter, what's that when Jack gets paid, do you? The issue. The issue. Is you don't need Clubhouse to have those conversations. There's nothing innovative about it. There's nothing innovative about Clubhouse. Aside from the name <laughs> has club and I guess people who, who, who are party goers, maybe that, that may trigger some, some feeling in them and they'll want to use it because it feels like they're in a club. They may feel like they're a part of something. But there's nothing innovative about it. There's nothing fancy. There's nothing creative. Nothing. I haven't been on there. But I don't think it's, it's anything that's of value. But yet it, it, it's, it's, it's valued at $1 billion because of black creatives using it. There's something wrong there. Because now, when the creators... When the creators are, are, are doing their things and they're raking in the money, are they really going to be thinking about the users? Are any black people invested in this company? I think not. They were, they were users. There must be a change. There must be a change. You listen to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. There's so many things being promoted to the black community. And because of emotion or pain, black folks quickly jump on it, not thinking about the long term. What's in it for, for, for users who go on Clubhouse? What do you get out of it? You're, you're exchanging ideas for free. You're giving yourself up for free. You're pretty much whoring yourself out for free. And you're not getting anything out of it. If you're smart, maybe you're promoting a business. And people that, that, that use it, you'll get something out of it. If you're smart. But if you're just there for, for giggles and gossip, what do you get out of it? Going back to the campaign, I've seen it in a few commercials. We're supporting black businesses. It's 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 the term of the moment. It's the hot topic because of the killing of George Floyd. 
these black-owned businesses? Are they 100% black-owned? Or is it 51% black-owned? Is it 100% black-owned? Or is it 51% black-owned? Because when you go to uh, uh, Ciroc, Ciroc's parent company is publicly traded. I can't invest directly in Ciroc. I would have to invest in its parent company, the Ag. I can't invest directly in Rock Nation. I would have to invest in Live Nation, its parent company. Title is not publicly traded. So while it's encouraged to support title because it's artist owned, it's black owned, it's not publicly traded. If I'm spending ten to twelve dollars a month on this platform, that's a lot of money in the long run. What do I get out of it? My eyes see a few concerts, my ears pick up a few rap lyrics and whatever else. Uh, you decide to listen to, but what do you get out of it? Financially. That's what the black community is not seeing. Don't just complain about, don't just complain about Clubhouse becoming a billion dollar company right before our eyes because black creatives are using it. Why wasn't that a thought process in the beginning? Why wasn't it? There's something wrong in, in our thinking. And that must be corrected. I, I, I supported my, now I've, I'm at a Planet Fitness gym. Prior to that, I made the effort of supporting local gyms. I didn't want the big, big popular gym coming in and crushing them. I supported the local gyms. Sadly, they all closed. And and I had to, to join Planet Fitness. But it comes with benefits. There's a lot of benefits in me going to Planet Fitness as opposed to a local gym, which is what I wanted to do. And they closed. And in reality, if I would have gotten out of the mindset of supporting something local and and just going to what's popular, I would have benefited more. Planet Fitness is a publicly traded company. I can buy shares. As much as I spend a month, I can also spend, if I choose to, in buying shares in the company. I get discounts because they're connected to other companies. So if I buy something here, I I, I get discounts because of my connection to Planet Fitness. If I have a... 
certain pharmacies, you know, you get discounts if you if you shop there. You know, these are things we have to look at. You know, um, there used to be coupons given out, and that was a way for people to save money and keep extra money in the household and plan out their future, their retirement, their vacations and such. We have to have that way of thinking now. Don't just tell me to support black businesses because we know what happens. You build up these people and then they forget about you. It's, they're no different than, than the white companies. You take Clubhouse, for example. If, if, they, have, if they have no black investors, based off what's happened, then it tells you a lot. I mean, people that are putting real big big amounts of money in it. Not just a few hundred dollars, I'm talking, we're talking millions. If the likes of 21 Savage and Meek Mill don't have the option to invest it in that company, then it tells you that was a waste of time. They were just pimped out. I encourage these small black businesses. Of course, when you're starting out, you're starting out, you're gonna spend some time, you're gonna take some losses. It's gonna take a while for the business to be profitable. But when it is profitable, there should be an effort made for, for, for the black community, for your supporters make some money as well build each other up the black twitter what's that when jack gets paid do you if you're spending all your time on twitter and on instagram and you're not getting anything in return just a few laughs and giggles and gossip then you're wasting your time you're wasting your potential you're not getting anything out of it these people are spending their time in, in French Rivieras, buying villas and boats and yachts and all these things off of your back. Think about it. If you're serious that, you know, along with, with support black businesses, the other uh, hot term of the moment is generational wealth. Understand if, if, if you accept that idea of generational wealth, then you have to be conscious of how you spend your time, your money, and your resources. If supporting a black business doesn't benefit me in the long run, then I'm going with a white business. If they have better incentives, then that's what I'm going with. I, and I won't feel a bit bad about it. If I can get shares in Hennessy, then I'm buying Hennessy instead of Ducey. It's just that's just what it is. If I can't get anything out of it, I'm not. I'm not. I can't just build you up and, and then watch you become what you are, and then I get nothing out of it. What are you gonna do for me? You listen to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Effort. 
just to wrap up I've been talking about Black History Month crushing the old notion that it should be more than a month it can be more than one it's up to the person Open up, open up an app, download some books, learn as much as you want. Go to a library, take out some books, go to Barnes and Nobles, get some books. You can learn, watch some documentaries. You can learn as much as you want about black history. If, if you just want to support black people for a whole year, then, you know, I'm sure you can watch Girlfriends all year long with no issues or scandal, whatever else, it's, it's on there. But when it comes to the United States of America, black people are not the only people. We have pain, we have suffering. Yes, but we're not the only ones. And that's the truth. If, if you look at everyone's history, they all have some form of suffering and pain. To say, to be, to be a black liberal, and to say we want to celebrate Black Heresy Month all year it is selfish and inconsiderate to all of the other people living in the United States of America. That's that's you have to look at it that way. Now, if, if, you're, if you're one of those Khalid Muhammad types, then I'm, you won't even be saying that because it's, it's literally your lifestyle. You know? But don't go around accusing some people of being white supremacists and, and, and bigots and this and that and then say, well, yeah, it's all about black history all month, all year. Knowing them while there are other other races and ethnicities in the United States. That's that. That's one. When it comes to black businesses, make sure you're getting something out of it. Make sure you're getting something out of it. If you spend twenty some odd dollars on President Obama's book. Make sure you're reading it and you're literally getting something out of it that's going to benefit you financially in the long run. If you didn't know something, make sure you're actually learning something. I'm learning a lot. I, I, I got the Barack Obama book. I'm learning a lot. The fears that I had about this current administration have been quelled based off what I'm reading in Barack's book. Because I, I know it's, 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 it's a third term for the Obama administration, so I know how to prepare myself for it. I know how to, to save, I know how to, what to do financially, mentally, and spiritually for the next four years. Now, speaking of that, Wall Street bets is, is the new thing, and they're trying to push it like uh, like it's supposed to be similar to Occupy Wall Street from 2011. Understand, with this new administration, 
with this new administration, it's very likely, very likely, that the economy is going to take a huge hit. Over a million jobs are likely to be lost because of the executive orders handed down by, by President Joe Biden. The Paris Accord, the, the, the pipeline deal, all these moves that Joe Biden is making, while it, while it seems progressive, it's going to cost Americans a lot of money. So when you have people, and let's not forget his plan to tax the rich, which he said was about 60%. Understand, he may have pretended to back away from it. He's going to do it. Let me, let me just make sure uh, I get the numbers right. But understand, he's going to do it. Now, if you're going to tax these rich folks... you're going to tax these rich folks and then think that some punk ass white boy in the basement is going to be able to go after these hedge fund owners just for GameStop and get away with it. You're fooling yourself. GameStop is in line with Blockbuster, Virgin Records, It's a dying business. I don't need to go over to Blockbuster when I can when I have Netflix. I don't need to go to Tower Records or Virgin Records to buy a CD when I can download it from Apple Music or from Spotify or for, for Title. If I'm able to download video games onto my Xbox, onto my PlayStation. I do not need GameStop. It's a dying business. You're not sticking it to the man by supporting a dying business. Sooner or later, it's going to die out. The idea that people are pushing that they're just sticking it to the man, it's ridiculous. You're not going after Wall Street. The people on Wall Street are there because they they have a good understanding of money. They may be greedy, but they're not stupid. I'm not a supporter of this Wall Street bets nonsense. It's a complete waste of time. It's a it's a, it's another distraction. And it, it's it's guaranteed to damage the economy even more. And when that starts to happen, when white folks start to suffer, guess who's going who's gonna to carry all that burden? It's going to be black people. Black women get in line understand you guys are hot at the moment because of VP Harris but when push comes to shove don't think things aren't going to hit you too
It's gonna happen. Listen to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Heaven. So I've covered everything. Black History Month, black businesses, and this Wall Street bets nonsense. I encourage black folks to, to really be, be honest with themselves about Black History Month. That whole should be a year nonsense. No one's buying it. If you're really about it, you won't be saying it. You'll be doing it. When it comes to black businesses for, for the younger generation, if you have an understanding of yourselves, we've all known someone that wanted to start a business or wanted to do something for themselves. You can support them. Make sure you're getting something out of it as well. Because it's those same people that, that, will, that will turn on you and say you never did nothing or they'll just make their, make their money and completely forget about you. If I'm investing in something, if I'm supporting something, I'm making sure I'm getting something out of it in the long run. If it's between a black business and a white business, if I'm guaranteed to have financial uh, success in the long run, I'm going with the white business. I've been supporting black businesses for a long time for things that I need. But when it comes to, and I'm talking about the larger brands, not the local mom and pops. I know things are limited. You have one store. It's what it is. I'm talking about these bigger businesses. I'm talking about people that are pushing, that are pushing, like Master P pushing Money Yachty, Puff Daddy pushing Ciroc, and, and Diddy and Hove with, with Duce, and, and Ace of Spades, and Tider, and all these things. I can support it, but if I'm not getting anything out of it, I can I can get sh- buy shares in Spotify, but I can't entitle. So guess where I'm going? I can get Spotify for free, and I can buy shares. I'm going to Spotify. That's what it is. I can get shares in Apple. So, I'm, of course, of course, I'm gonna go. I can buy and invest. I'm getting something out of it in the long run. If it's between Duce and Henny, I'm going with Henny because I can get I can buy shares of Henny. Jay Z has a lot of a lot of businesses, but they're all privately owned. If you have privately owned businesses, how is it beneficial to me? There are only, as I said, there are eight publicly traded black businesses. There are eight publicly traded black owned businesses. Out of 11 million businesses in America, only 600,000 black owned. I can support. I understand the plight, but I'm not. I'm not gonna die on a sword. You listen to JD News USA. My friends call me Hefe. This has been episode 24, and I will see you next time.